Welcome to the Right Way Christian Center podcast. Here at Right Way, we exist so that people may know God personally, grow in God relentlessly, and show God compassionately. We hope that you grow because of this message today. All right, so um, um, let's let's go, let's go. All right, let's make our confession. We let, we're talking about kingdom prosperity. Uh, I'm, they gave me, I've got 25 minutes. I don't want, I'm going to stick with my time. I'm, I'm really becoming studious. And so we're in part two uh, about how man was made. Now, I want to encourage you to go to our YouTube channel. And if you have your phone, go ahead and like and share this. People, man, the world needs to hear this kingdom prosperity message. Y'all see the gas prices and everything is going up. Everything is going up but the amount of money they pay the people. Right? And so we need, we need to have an understanding. We, we don't have to get all... All, all, you know, all, all uh, uh, flut, fluttered, flustered, right? We, God, we, we have a system. God has put a system in place that you and I can be taken care of. Man, I, I just, I be hearing stuff throughout the kingdom of God, and we act like God don't exist. We, we act like Jesus is not in charge. Um, what was that? Uh-huh. We didn't do our confession. Yeah, I'm coming to that. Just stay right. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep me on track. Uh, we act like Jesus don't exist, man, right? Like, okay, so let's make our confession. Say this with me. I am prosperous. I am abundantly supplied. I have more than enough. I am very wealthy. I am a blessing to the lives of others. I am a kingdom philanthropist. I am a kingdom philanthropist. Go from me, lack. Come to me abundance. Glory to God. Now, 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 hey, praise the Lord. Now, now, we're talking about today part two. We're going to talk about how man was made. I wish I could just sit down with everybody that's against prosperity. And I, first of all, I start out by calling all of them a lie to their face. Because nobody don't go to work and expect to check on Friday. They a lie. Only place they don't like to hear about it is in the church how God set it up. But if you don't like prosperity, go work for free. <laughs> get quiet. Look at that. <laughs> See, y'all color folks, I know how y'all think when you get to talking like that. You ain't working overtime. Hey, we need you to work some extra hours off the clock. They ain't paying me for, oh, I thought you, why, why you didn't say, oh, wonderful. No problem. Man, that, you, you, you should have been asked that. No, the first thing come out your mouth is how much I'm, um, I'm going to get paid for that. So we be lying. And then we sit around people in barbershops, hair salons, and 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 and, and, and gyms, and, and we let them purport that lie on us, and we start believing them, and they don't even have to give you no Bible to support it. I'm gonna show you today that, that man was created this way. That's why it's hard for you to get away from it. But it's the fallen mind of man. Look, 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 okay, okay, let's look at it. Genesis chapter 17, verse 68. We're going to look at our foundational scripture. Then we're going to look at our focus scripture for the day. And I'll get as much of this in as I can because we're taking our time with this series. We're not rushing through it. Genesis chapter 17, verse 6 through 8 says, And I will make thee exceeding fruitful. Now, this is God talking. And I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed. Hold on to that single word seed. After thee and their generation for an everlasting covenant to be God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. 
and I will give unto thee and to thy seed, seed, singular again, after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for, all, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. Now, we, we follow that scripture as a trail, and it, we find it in Genesis chapter 3, verse, we're going to look at verse 16 and verse 29, because the Old Testament is an incomplete revelation. But because of the New Testament, we now can look back to the Old Testament and get clarity and understanding. So in Genesis chapter 3, verse 16, it says, Now to Abraham and his seed. Remember that conversation? I just read you the scripture. That's God talking to Abraham back then in the Old Testament in Genesis were the promises made. Remember, he said, I'm going to make a promise between you and your seed. Remember that? Now, this is Paul picking up that conversation. So he's about to establish what God said back then today for today's church because he's bringing it through the cross and establishing it as a New Testament promise to the church. He saith not and to see. So now the scripture is about to explain to us what God meant when he told Abraham seed. Because we got the whole church caught up on the people of Israel rather than the seed. It was the seed. The people of Israel were a type and shadow of people that God carved out and made to himself to use them as an example of what it meant, of what it looked like to follow Jehovah. It was a, he made the nation of Israel. It wasn't a born nation. Until he made it first. Are you listening to me? He made that nation. Which Satan trying to copy and make his own kingdom too. He made them. Adam, I mean Abraham was not an Israelite. Think about it. He made that nation. He said I'm going to make you a holy people. That's why, that's why over there. In the book of Nehemiah, the Bible says, and many became Jews. So you could become one without being born in Jerusalem. And to become a Jew means you follow Yah. So now, stop getting caught up in the Hebrew Israelite stuff. You can become it. We just, we keep missing it. All we got to do is stick, stay right here with this. That's all we got to do. You ain't got to leave it. But people have eyes to see and see not. They have ears to hear and hear not. So we're interpreting the text based on color. I thought we don't supposed to know Jesus in the flesh no more. So it's not a coloring book. It's a kingdom book. Now, they color it, but because they did don't mean we have to recolor it. We just know the truth. And the truth you know will make you free. Praise the Lord. Now watch this. Enter thy seed. Woo! Uh, and he said not as into seeds as of many, but as of one. Enter thy seed. Now he's going to tell us who see. The Old Testament is an incomplete revelation. He's not going to tell us what that seed was when he said it. And that seed is what? Christ. And if ye be Christ, verse 29, then are you Abraham's So I, everybody that's saved is Christ. And if you saved, you are Abraham's seed. And you are an heir, which means you have a right 
to that promise that he said that we would be exceedingly fruitful. That means that we're supposed to be real prosperous. Prosperity, the word prosperity, actually the word means to be abundantly supplied. It does not mean 100,000-air, millionaire, trillionaire, zillionaire, billionaire. Those are levels of prosperity. But the biblical definition of the word prosperity means to be abundantly supplied. So now with that definition in mind, what parent wouldn't want their child to be abundantly supplied? So to say God don't want us prosperous didn't mean God wants us the opposite. He wants us broke because another definition of the word prosperity is the word success. So if you say get out of here with the prosperity gospel, you're saying get out of here with success, which then you're saying that God is for failure. The word also means well-being. It means plenty. It means increase. The word prosperity means abundance. It means influence. The word prosperity means all grace abounding, which means I have everything I need in every area of life, and if I don't have it, I have grace to get it. Come on, say, I'm prosperous. Now, if you don't get it, it's your fault because Jesus has made, has made provision for you to get it. But now, if you don't, it's your fault. That's not his fault. Amen. Now, watch this. Um, we talked to Deuteronomy. Real quick review. 14. Okay, we talked about in verse 28, we looked at verse 47 and verse 48, and it painted a very interesting picture to us. It showed us in verse 47 what it meant to be with God, and with God that we would have the abundance of all things. And then verse 48 talked about what it meant to be without God, and to be without God. Just please, let's just go with the scripture, guys. To be without God, it means to be in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, watch this, and in the want of all things. And then the Bible says that a yoke of iron will be put upon your neck, which means we will be working vigorously and never coming up to par. And if you look at the scope of not only the world, but the people in the church, we're working hard and still not coming up. And so these things are part of the enemy and not a part of God. In hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, in one of all things, and a yoke of iron, that, that is from the enemy. That's not from God. You got it? Now, and we said our master statement, then we can go into the days, that prosperity is positional. Come on, say it's positional. It's God putting you in position in order to put others and things in position. So God puts us in a position of prosperity so that we have enough for ourselves, but so that we can be that kingdom philanthropist. We can be a blessing to the lives of other people. So it's not all just for you. We're supposed to be blessed. Come on, right way to, to be a blessing. Amen. Now, let's get into it because you had to go back and watch last week's mess. I just kind of wanted to bring us up. Let's look at how man was made in these 12 minutes and, and now 39 seconds that I have. Now, I, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back and I got to teach this part right here, but I just need to give it to you because there are different kinds of prosperity. I'm not the prosperity. I am a prosperity preacher. Proud of it. Real proud of it. Show Lil's. Don't back down from nobody and don't care what nobody say. Because if I don't want you to be prosperous, it must mean I want you to be the opposite. 
trouble in my way. That, that's, that must be what you want. Now, there are different kinds of prosperity. I'm a whole life prosperity preacher. If a person was sick and got healed, they prospered. If a marriage was broken and it was made whole, that marriage prospered. If a child was found being disobedient, the child showed up, that's prosperity. I'm for whole life prosperity. Let me give them to you real quick, and I'm going to have to break these down in another message. Number one, there's spiritual prosperity. The most important prosperity is spiritual prosperity. Come on, say spiritual prosperity. The Bible declares what profit a man to gain the whole world. That's over there in Mark 8.36. What profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Uh, in the Beatitudes, he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. That's not talking about money right there. That word poor there translates humble. For theirs is the kingdom of God. So the first place that we need to be prosperous in our spirit, which means if you're in here today and you're not saved or you're watching me online and you're not saved, you're not spiritually prosperous because, I hate to say it like this, you're on your way to hell and you're without Christ. So you're not spiritually prosperous. That should be the first, spiritual, first thing we should be, spiritually prosperous. Secondly, we should be Watch this. There's mental and social prosperity. All those scripts up there, just look at it. We'll, I'll come back and break this stuff down a little later on. Now, uh, but I will read to you. Third, uh, and, well, let me add this one. Number three is physical prosperity. Physical prosperity is your health. We get, now, no disrespect. And I understand many of us got challenges in our body. So I'm not talking to you. Never hear what I'm saying as disrespect. Hear it as correct. We have... The church is one of the most, now, now, it's amazing. Let me say it like this. They'll cut me down because I'm talking about money and say it's a sin, but don't say nothing about the overweightness that's in the body of Christ and the health crisis that's in the church. And COVID proved it out that we wasn't healthy because some people died for no, not because of COVID. They died because their body wasn't in the health position that it needed to be in to fight COVID. We don't want to talk about that. Yeah, grandmama, great, great, great grandmama, she prayed, but she died of high blood pressure because she wouldn't put the fried food down. And she kept eating chillings. Nobody want to have that conversation. God wants up. You're supposed to be. He said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in, even as your soul prosper. So there's physical. Listen, you know the word pharmacy comes from the Greek word, the uh, pharmaceuto, which actually means sorcery and witchcraft. I uh, bet you didn't know that, did you? Bet you didn't know that, did you? Come on. Let me make you smart real quick. Where did God make you from? Dirt. And how, how do you nourish dirt? Water, sun, and fertilizer. Now, What's one of the most natural ways to fertilize something? To let the thing that grew out of it die back into it. Crazy, 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 crazy. But you stay in the meat department and you don't eat from the fruit department and the fruit grew out of what you were made from. Ah, light come on. 
And you wonder why we dying early. And then you sit there in the funeral and lie and say somebody got their angels and it was their time. How you know that? The Bible says you can die before your time. My God from heaven. We're not healthy. I asked somebody to bring your stuff up and you got all type of medication that you would bring and drop at this altar. Not because there's a depletion of it in your body from birth, but maybe because of the lifestyle that you live you need it. There's one thing to need medication because I came in this earth and this body was broken somewhere. And there's medication, right, to make up for it. That's that, that, no, but, but if you're having to take medication because you're not treating that body that does not belong to you well, uh, a day ago, I was talking to a member and she expressed to me about a baby that transitioned and very, 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 very sad scene at the hospital. And, you know, she, she did her run of questions. I, I was actually, I saw something on her that I needed to get off of. Her. And, and so the child died. Um, and, and so, you know, she's asking the, uh, asking the parents, did y'all see any signs? Did y'all notice anything going on? They was like, no, the baby was perfectly healthy. Then the baby just all of a sudden just, you know, just passed. And so uh, uh, the, the mother said she did notice one thing, that the child's heart was, so when they did the x-ray, they found out this child's heart had an enlarged heart, right? And so I, I don't know what, the, what, what, the, what, that, what that death would be as a result of a large heart, but that's how the child, right, passed. And so watch this now. I'm, I'm convinced of this. You can't tell me don't. Warning always comes before destruction. Our problem is we don't know how to hear God. But hearing God is no different than, than watch this. I'm, I'm going to show you simply how to hear God. It's so easy how to hear God. It was so easy. It's so easy. Hearing God, watch this. Hearing God is like hearing your wrist say it hurts when someone twists it. Because that, that pain right there is God's voice he put inside the body for the body or his voice to speak to you about your body. That's still his voice. See, we think God's voice is like me talking to you right now. His voice ain't always like that. If I twist your arm and I take this rotator cup and put it in the position that it doesn't belong in, that pain right there is the voice of God given to the body in pain to let you know that the arm don't need to be like that. That's, that's the voice he's given to the body. So all you got to do is look at your life and when stuff be going on, don't be trying to shake it off. Pay some attention because it could be God speaking to you. Then when we die, we talking about why, Lord? And Lord, the Lord is like, don't ask me why. I was saying something in pain. I was saying something in lumps. I was saying something in hurt. I was saying something in, oh, years ago, and you kept ignoring it and just taking an Advil. So you made Tylenol and Advil your God. You didn't think to go to the hospital and see why does this keep occurring, and we couldn't have put the fire out when it was trying to start. Because I gave you the warning before it became a flame when it was just a flicker. And then we want to blame God for everything that happens. And God is like, they don't know how to hear me. They know how to pray, but they don't know how to listen. You should be physically prosperous. We're supposed to live long on the earth. It's what the Bible says. And declare 
the salvation of the Lord. That's what the Bible says. That's one of our inherent rights. That's when people are supposed, that's one of the things that's supposed to draw people to the church. Them folk over there live long and they look good. Black don't crack. But it will wrinkle if you don't put on lotion. But no, all of our funerals are being done at 40, 50. Get quiet when you talk like this. So we got spiritual prosperity. We got mental or social prosperity. All this, now, I, listen, I, I understand there's some real mental health conditions that need to be taken care of. But I'm telling you, man, we are not obeying God's word. We're not doing God's word. We're not reading God's word. It is hard to pre preach truth from this. It is difficult to really give you truth. But, but, but I've just made up my mind, God, I'm going to give it raw and uncut, and it's just going to have to do what it do. That's why he called it a knife. That's why he called it a two-edged sword, because it cut. Like, like all this independent woman stuff, it ain't Bible. Now, y'all may not see, here's, here's some stuff that'll cut you. God made you for us. He saw that we needed to help me. Get quiet right there. I don't need no man. Well, you better have enough money to take care of yourself. And I'm going to say this too. The Bible did not tell your children to take care of you when you're old if you're not a widow. He gave you a help meet. So do y'all meet together in your old age, but you so single and don't need no man, and then you're going to get old, don't have no money, and put that stress on your children. And the Bible says that your children are supposed to leave you. Oh, no, I'm not saying don't love mama. That's not what I'm saying. That is, so if you heard that, you're not listening, and that's the problem. You don't know how to listen. You know how to hear. He did not create us to be single. Think about it. You keep doing the nasty. You ain't doing that by you. That lets you know you weren't made to be by yourself. I don't need no man, but you lay up with one. I thought you ain't need one. Oh, you got something in your room. Okay, we ain't going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that. No, that, that's evident. See, see, you know what I, you heard what I just said? They don't want truth from the altar. And that's why Moses had to put a veil over his face. He said, because the people really don't want truth. You're lying to yourself, and you've let, the, you've let the feminist and the woman movement trip you up, and you not bought into it. Our families were more whole under slavery than they were free. How were families together in slavery, and we free and can't stay together? Because we don't fight. We don't fight for our marriages. We fight for our friendships. And she'll sleep with your man. He'll sleep with your chick. And y'all adapt each other up and call each other homeboys, but you won't fight for your marriage. Don't want truth from the altar. We need soul prosperity. Our communities ain't breaking down because ain't no money in it. Ain't no unity in our, ain't no family in our community. I don't mean no harm, but listen, stop having all these babies. My mama's a single mama, so I'm talking from a place because I know what hurt it puts on the child. So hear me as a child who had to get over brokenness from not having a relationship with his biological father and then meeting his daddy one day and looked him in his face and told him he didn't know who he was because he was too scared to come back to me.
And you don't have a right as a woman to decide in your loneliness to bring a child in this world and make the decision that they can't know their daddy because you went to the sperm bank and picked one. You don't have a right to do that. Who, how dare you? How was that love? Well, then when he or she asked, telling the truth, I was lonely and didn't want a man, so I, choose, I chose to go pick one that you would look like. Don't lie to him or her. Tell him the truth. I chose to not let you have a father in your life. I wanted that decision. Now deal with the brokenness because that's what we're doing. We're birthing broken children. Many of you sitting in the room right now, you're broken. Thank God we're going to get you fixed. <laughs> but I know what it feels like to be broken. I'm speaking from a place of knowing what it feels like to be broken. I had, a, I had a mental breakdown right in front of well, we was dating that time, shouldn't have been shacking, but I had a breakdown in front of her. She didn't know what to do. She looking, I'm balled up on the floor crying. See, I ain't tell y'all that was done. Because I had a mental breakdown. We're not prosperous in our soul. We don't think on the right stuff. We don't watch the right pictures. We don't watch the right TV programs. We don't police our minds. And then we mad. But, but, you know, listen, 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 listen. Li who? I'm a minute over my time. Let me, I'm, number, number four, I said I was going to go back and, 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 and there's physical prosperity. There's, there's material prosperity, money and things. God don't have a problem with us having money and things. He just don't want things to have us. Then there's relational or social prosperity, family, friends, and people. Y'all listening to all this mess, folk talking about they don't like being around folk. They better by themselves. God, God created us for community. I'm telling you, man. And then we take this stuff and repost it like it's deep. See, they put a little music behind it. People learn how to put inflections in their voices in the right places. And, and I rock alone. And I learn. And they got that beat. Dun, 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 and you like, yeah, yeah, I rock alone. I rock alone. And then the church don't call you. Then, then nobody called me. And I was by myself. I thought you said you rock alone. I thought you just said you rock alone. You just said you don't like being with nobody. You know why? Because you bought the lie. Let your arm get up in the morning time and leave your shoulder on the bed. <laughs> sis, sis, let your arm say, I, yeah, uh, go ahead. I just want to lay here. I'm tired. And what, what you think going to be of that shoulder and that arm when you get back home? Come on, talk to me. Dead, gangrene to set in, and that's what's happening to the lives of people. Don't go to church. They say they got a relationship with God. You a lie. You ain't got no relationship with God. You lie. Most, most people I meet to say they don't have no relationship with God. If they not sitting somewhere watching the word, they have no relationship with God. Statistics have studied the church and said 95% of the people that get saved get saved in church. Well, how are all these Christians out here Monday through Saturday and ain't nobody getting saved and the only time people getting saved is in church? Because y'all supposed to be out there witnessing. So how 95% of them only get saved in a building on Sunday? Hmm, that means somebody ain't sharing their faith. That we got to wait to Sunday to get the people saved, and you ain't inviting the church. So you leave all the work on the church to get them here and to save them. But you got a relationship with God, and God don't move you to say, share Christ with nobody? Nobody? I mean, he ain't touch you to pay for nobody food in the grocery line? He ain't touch you to pay for nobody food while you're at the restaurant? Oh, you ain't got it because you don't believe in that prosperity stuff. Oh, you're just selfish, and it's about you. I want two calls. I want three calls. 
Yep, not just for me. So that I'm ready when God need to use me. Because there will, there will come a time where maybe our brother and sister will need it. And guess what? I got it. Ha, I got it. I'm the man, Lord. I'm the man, Lord. Make me the man. I'm the man, Lord. I need more than one house. So if I just sitting over there, if somebody need a house, we had a member house years ago caught on fire, and man, they had nowhere to go. Now, thank God, you know, the church, we were a little prosperous. We was able to get them a hotel room for a few days till the insurance kicked in. But man, they, they literally, they were here from out of town. They literally had nowhere to go. No family here. No, only, watch this. The only family they had was the church. That's it. Thank God the church was here. For all them folks say you don't need the church. Thank God the church was here for that family because that woman and her three kids would have been living on the street or sleeping in their car for three days. That's why I don't pay no attention when people tell you talk about the church. I don't pay them no mind at all. I ignore them because most of the time people, you need to do something. You look at their record, they ain't doing nothing themselves. People always tell you what to do with your money, but they can't. <laughs> you look at their money, they Okay, let me give these last two. Number one is what? Come on, quick, I'm done. Spiritual prosperity. Number two is what? Mental and social prosperity. That, that deal with your mind and your emotions. See, we're supposed to be prosperous in our emotions. <laughs> uh, number three is uh, what? Physical prosperity. Now, I'm, I'm going to dig deep in that, man. When I, when I get a chance to teach that, pro that out right there, I'm telling you, man, we are being robbed, and we got to start paying attention to our health. Uh, and then number four is what type of prosperity? Material. Y'all cheating. Y'all looking up? Yeah, y'all looking up there. Okay. <laughs> number five is what? Relational or what? Or social. You need friends. The Bible says a friend is born for the day of adversity. That's why we have life groups. There's going to come a time where you're going to need a shoulder to lean on. You're going to need a garbage can so you can dump in. I'm a pastor. I need to dump sometime. I got a pastor I can call and dump, and he don't look at me no less. He know I'm still in faith. He still see me as a man of God, but I, got, I need to get this off my chest. And he'd be like the guy on, uh, on Baby Boy. He'd be like, I'll take that right there. He know, he, he know how to take it. Remember, he had to go take that gun from Baby Boy. He'd take that gun right there. He'd take stuff. I need all my spiritual trash. He know how to take it and dump it for me. But see, if you like to be by yourself, if you don't have nowhere to dump the trash, you keep the trash, and you become trash. With your I got myself self. God didn't create you to be by yourself. <laughs> Tell you, I better stop listening to these folks. Just because they got uh, 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 K-likes don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know, you like to listen to the person got a million souls. So what? They got a million followers. The blind can lead the blind. <laughs> it, it was thousands of people that followed that man over there to that island. He made them drink the Kool-Aid. What's his name? Yeah, many people followed Jim Jones and drank the Kool-Aid. Why you don't drink the Kool-Aid, don't eat the cake. <laughs> Y'all love sweet stuff. Y'all gonna eat these, these green beans, put them in your mouth, and you try to spit them back out, I'm gonna catch them and put them back in your mouth. <laughs> and then, come on, I'm done, I'm done. Number six is what type of prosperity? Word, word and a what? A word in your name. Now, I've seen, I'm done. I've seen this word name prosperity thing lived out. Remember I talked about uh, the Good Samaritan? So it's biblical that you're supposed to have a good name and your word is supposed to be good. Remember my granddad, only one piece of advice, he's my hero. The first person I told that I was called to preach, I was cutting his hair in the kitchen and he looked at me with, smile, with a smile on his face and, and tears in his eyes and then he said, son, whatever you do, don't be a lying preacher because your word is the only thing you got. And not only did he give me good advice, that was God advice. 
it was the best advice anyone could ever have given me because all God got is his word. He owns everything. Everything belongs to him, but the only thing he got going for him is his word. That's why he say he can't lie. That's why he say his word can't return void. That's why he say his word is incorruptible seed. That's why he say he exalt his word above his own name because his word is all he got. Listen, as a believer, your word is all you got. You need to have a good word, and your word is really your name. When they look at your credit, they're just trying to check your name to see if you kept your word. That's all they're doing. They say, oh, no, you promised them first and 15th, and then they score you based on your ability to keep your word. So if you're in the 600s or you're in the 500s, that means that's, that's, that's how good your word is. Not how much money you have, how, how good your word is. If you're down in the fours, that's how. But if you're up in the sevens and the eight, they say, oh, okay, you got a, you got a good name. And we, we feel like we can trust your word because we looked up your name. So believers should have good credit. Even if God work around it, fine. But if God wants to work through it, you st we still need to work on having good credit because our credit is our name. Are you listening to me? And I seen this. I saw my granddaddy uh, walk in. He was a he was a brick mason. I saw my granddaddy fade. Stop playing. Let me get out of here. I saw my granddaddy walk inside of the brick place and put an order in and turn around and walk out and pull his truck around to the side and they load the truck and he slide no money across the across the desk. And I saw other men come in there to make similar orders, and the man would walk over to the cash register with that yellow, that, that yellow slip he, he wrote out, and they'd have to pay, and then they'd get, tear the top copy off and say, pull around to the side and hand the man this, and he'll fulfill your order. But my granddaddy walked in and, and just wrote on the paper and said, all right, Billy, pull around there. They got you. Now, why, why did one man have to pay and another man could walk in and pay just with his word? And he could pay just with his word because his name was worth something. I saw the good Samaritan played out in the life of my granddaddy. I, I so wish my granddaddy was alive that he could see this. I wish my hero could see me now. Because he kept his word, man. If he didn't do anything else, man, he kept. I watched a, a man almost want to fight my granddad. And, you know, he, he was a deacon. He loved the Lord, can pray his butt off. But he kept that little 38 right there in that pocket. <laughs> you never know it was in there, but it was there. It was there all the time. It was there. Do you hear me? And this man owed my granddaddy money. And my granddaddy was hot. I could see the look on his face, man. He's boiling up. And I saw my granddaddy go into his right pocket because he kept it. No, he, in his left pocket because he kept the 38 in his. He was right-handed, you know. So I saw my granddaddy go in his pocket and pull the money out that the man owed him and pay it back to the man. And say, don't worry about it. I owe you. And walked off. He said, but don't ever ask me again now. I saw it lived out in the life of my grandpa. Amazing man. Saw it lived out in Billy what they called him. He had a good name. Believers' names should mean something. When we walk in the restaurant, they know who we are because they see us sometime in our ties and our Sunday apparel. The people shouldn't be like, oh, God. <laughs> no tip. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't sit them in my section. <laughs> they do that, I'm telling you. They do it. I come in there after y'all. That's why I have to tip them before I even start ordering. So they'll treat me right and they won't give to me what they should have given to you. So we tip first sometimes. 
No, when they see Christians coming, they be like, oh, ho, ho, I've been waiting on y'all to get here. Make sure everything come from the back hot and fresh. No, they ain't what they do. They ain't what they do because you know what? They know our name for the most part. It ain't all of us, but remember now, it could be other folks, but they don't, they, they lump Christians. They put us all in the same salad bowl. They, they don't give us that white plate that got the little sections in it. It'd be nice if they did. They put right way in our own little section, you know what I'm saying? So we ain't, you know, we are, no, 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 no. It's one solid plate. And all Christians sitting there, you know, it's like, it's like that last spoonful after you ate a good soap. Like you take the candy yams and the macaroni cheese and the greens and, and that dressing and you put it all together for that last bite. I know for folks that don't like their food to touch, you don't know what that's like. But for those of us that understand that last bite, it's like the sweet and the bitter and the, okay, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't get it, y'all don't get it, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't get it, that's okay, that's go, you none touching food, folk, you know, I can tell the room is full of y'all, I don't care, we gotta, listen, I'm, I'm working on us to be prosperous, not in just one area, right, because what good is it to have monetary and material prosperity, but you're not spiritually prosperous? Because if you're in spiritual prosperity, you ain't trying to hear God when he tell you to give it. <laughs> Am I right about it? So we need to be spiritually prosperous because here's the bottom line, and I'm done. It all belongs to God anyway. None of it belongs to us. So if he's asking you to give it, he's just telling you it belongs to me, so give it. I got more. And so that takes a spiritual prosperity first. So we're going to work on all of those. We'll pick up on this on next week. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you. Okay, let's make our confession one more time. I am prosperous. I am prosperous. I'm abundantly supplied. I have more than enough. I am very wealthy. I am a blessing to the lives of others. I am a kingdom philanthropist. Go from me lack. Come to me abundance. I believe, I receive, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give God a hand clap of praise, hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you were changed by this message today, help someone else by sharing on your social media platforms. You can partner with us to continue to reach more people by giving at rightwayccc.org or on the Givelify app. Make sure to subscribe so that you're the first to know when a new episode is available. Thanks for listening.